0: I still got two to put out before this. I'm going to try to get them all out this week. (laughs) If not, I have next week off, so. (laughs) Uh, Whether I want it or not. Okay, what's going on with this thing? Jeez, hang on. Okay, I know I'm recording. Why isn't it?
1: What the heck's it doing? The little indicators weren't indicating.
0: Almost live from across the USA. This is late night. Here you! Your hosts tonight are Barry. And Michael, the virtual youper. That's it. Tonight, snow. Need I say more? The feral children of Jeffrey. And Michael is running with Mario. All that and more on late
2: night. Sure.
0: And now, digitally gathering to hear the late-night QRM carolers... Deck the halls with
1: boughs of holly... la 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 la
2: Here's Barry and Michael!
0: Welcome, everybody, to Late Night QRM show number 226... From the Monadnock region in snowy southwest New Hampshire. Snowy and cold until tomorrow. Uh, I'm Barry J. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. I don't think I've ever been number two. Ever, <laughs> ever. <laughs> yeah. And from a snowy and cold suburb of Copper Harbor, this is Michael the Virtual Uber.
0: And uh, Joel's out. He's uh, having major back issues right now and uh can't blame him for wanting to sit it out and even though well, he's probably he's probably doing lots and lots of drugs right now so even though that might sound entertaining on the podcast (laughs) i i i you know he's he's to the point now it's been so long that he doesn't like to do the drugs um but he does when he has to, and then it just puts him in la la land, and uh, so he was anticipating uh, lots of la la land tonight cause he kind of. Yeah, didn't. I don't
1: think he ever did like them. Period.
0: No, no, he's never liked them, uh, and but sometimes it, the pain gets so intense that you have to take them to relieve. Yep. And he he was actually in a car and he got stuck. And so he had to walk a good distance, and that wasn't a good thing if you, you're suffering back problems. And uh, but he had no choice in the matter. So, um, and and we've we've gotten a, a significant well not si- well well I'll say a significant amount of snow for this time of year in New Hampshire. Uh, I've got about nine inches sitting on the ground outside. Um, we won't even talk about. What Michael's experienced in uh, the past week or so. We- we'll get to that. But why don't we first get down to Podcasters Anonymous.
2: Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light. Then we'll throw up, pass
1: up, wake up, and then go drinking once again.
0: Hey! Okay, Michael. Hey.
1: Are you up first? Oh, yeah, tonight. Yes. Yeah, I, yes I am. Okay. Um, tonight I am drinking a about a fifty fifty mixture of uh, uh, pure cranberry juice and yellowtail merlot, hmm. warmed in a pan to a nice just below boiling, and then uh, put into a Contigo thermos, well, hot cup. I guess you can't call it a thermos. Okay. Um, using a the funnel, giving me about twenty four ounces of nice hot. Merlot cranberry beverage. I for have the show.
0: Never had warm wine like where it's actually warmed. I've had
1: room temperature yes.
0: wine, but never warmed wine. That's well then again I've for had a, sake. Oh, I've had warm sake Yeah, it's
1: similar, similar. Yeah. And for a and for a cold night like tonight, yeah. Uh, put it in these Contigo uh hot cups you can get at uh you know, your big box stores. Mm-hmm. And they're about uh fifteen bucks. But the big one, um, it holds 24 ounces. It's got a huge handle on it, which is wow. enough to fit over like my backpack or my belt or whatever. Yeah, and it—wow—he <laughs> just turned it upside down and yeah, nothing it, comes out. My my youngest son puts a 24 ounce uh, thermos of coffee in his backpack <laughs> every day. Wow. And we've never had an incident with this style. Now with other styles we have.
2: Mm-hmm. So,
1: and okay. I still double bag it in a big gallon Ziploc bag, but these have never leaked. Wow. And it keeps it hot for like 6-8 hours.
0: Yeah. It's nice. Yeah, that's that's nice when it stays warm. Well, I'm having yes. the uh normal uh Jiminy Zero tonight. I was planning to have my last uh Brickside uh brewery um a pint, which I still have, and I thought about that this morning, and I said, "Hmm, since this is kind of the Christmas show, even though you won't get it until March," uh, it's it, uh, <laughs> I, I figured, oh, what a way to celebrate the Christmas show," and then I forgot to put it in the refrigerator, so it's it's still. I didn't think about it until about uh, fifteen minutes before I came up here, and I said,
1: "Ah." Oh. <laughs> What is it? Is it
0: uh... uh you know, I'm not sure which one's left. I know where it is. I'm not sure which one it is. Um huh. but I'll I'll save it for the New Year's show.
1: There, there we go. It <laughs> should be the next one.
0: Yeah. That you'll
1: hear by Easter,
0: right? Yeah, by Easter at yes. least. So okay. sorry folks. Uh well, I'm, I don't know why I'm apologizing because uh well, I am apologizing cuz this is the Christmas show. I don't know when you're going to hear it. I still got two in the can I'm trying to get out. My work schedule has been extremely busy. And uh I li- literally get home, sit down, eat something usually in in my la- in my my, my uh, recliner. Um I, I sit there and eat with a tray because I it's usually like 8 8:30 and uh after that um I sit back to look at a little bit of TV and that's about it. I I look at a little bit of TV. I'm out. (laughs) I wake up somewhere around 1130 and it's time to go to bed. So, um, so I haven't been, I haven't been doing my editing duties. Um, so I apologize for that. Although I'm getting a week off coming up here soon. So, if I don't get them done this week, and this week should be kind of a light week, although for my group it's probably not because we're, yeah, let's put it this way, we're going to be working this week so we don't have to work the following week. And uh, we don't, none of us want to work it, so. But uh, but the government's always there and they're always telling you what to do and they don't give a shit. <laughs> So anyway, yep. um, and again, like I said, we had snow and cold. It got down into the negative numbers here, Fahrenheit, uh, past couple of nights. Uh, and yesterday, I think it made it in, in Jaffrey Keen area. I think it made it up to a grand old 10 degrees. Ooh. And then we got uh, today started early way early in the morning and we got snow and we got about nine inches of snow now with that said the jd and i went out it was a light snow because it was so cold so that was good got it all done but tomorrow we're supposed to get freezing rain and in some places the temperatures could go up to 50 degrees i doubt here we'll probably be in the 40s but some places it's going up to 50 degrees tomorrow so there'll be A giant melting going on. Now, that doesn't sound... I mean, that sounds pretty bad, but Michael, it's a
1: hell of a lot worse where you were. You are. Well, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, it is Copper Harbor. But, you know, we were having such a nice fall there for a long time. And, um, let's see here. When did this all start? Excuse me. Yep. Um. Week ago Tuesday? A week ago, or or yeah, a week ago Tuesday, there basically wasn't a whole lot on the ground. It was just the dusting here and there. Yeah. You no, know, everything was kind of frozen. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> we've had since a week ago Tuesday, and mostly in the last week. Um let's see here, what's the current total? As of Thursday, we've had sixty-eight inches. <laughs> um <clears throat> And we got at least another 12 to 14 since Thursday. Now, awesome. here in the harbor, it's not too bad. It's it, it well, it's it's you know, it's up by my garage, is two to three feet deep after mm-hmm. compressed, because, again, it was a lot of that powder stuff. So we'd get a foot or two feet of powder, and then it would compress down. Mm-hmm. Back by the house, it's only about a foot so far. But, <clears throat> again, this compressed, because on top of the LP gas tank, mm-hmm. from the top of the tank up, there's a pile about five feet high. Wow. That didn't compress for some reason. And your house is in but, the woods, so that yes, so we got some protection. there. Yeah, yeah. It, it but that sp- eventually, yeah, it eventually, it eventually catches up back oh, there. Yeah. But yeah, um, and Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, we had a blizzard, almost forty-eight plus hours straight, and oh, I, high <coughs> winds. We don't. We don't high winds, lots of snow, mm. and of course in the middle of that, I had to go up to Brockway. jeez! Hmm. Oh, <laughs> they were going to send another technician up, and i like, has this guy ever been up there? No. no, nah. No, 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 no. Plus, Ooh. the only thing they could make it up there uh, this week was the fire department rescue unit, and they won't let anybody drive it but one of the fire department members. Mm-hmm. That makes so, I wound up going up there. I'll be going back up again tomorrow, but tomorrow is going to be like you know 4th of July compared to it it was like 40 below wind chill oh. when i was up there on uh wednesday night was it yeah it was wednesday oh. night oh it was brutal absolutely brutal but and, uh yeah we can oh, go ahead sorry i was going
0: to say how do you find your way up to the top if you're in blizzard conditions like that you just keep climbing and-
1: carefully. I was well, say, you can it's fall not off just that climbing. Down. Huh? Yeah, it's not just climbing, because you know it's all switchback roads. Yeah. It's it's not a straight <clears> shot <throat> at all. No. Um No, I, I... well I wasn't able to make much time anyhow because because of the blizzard and because it was early in the season, although I was going up the quote unquote snowmobile trail, it wasn't groomed. Oh yeah. So the snow depth up there was four to six feet deep and Again, the technician that came with me, we stopped to had to keep stopping and clearing the snow off the headlights and the radiator. And uh, the first time he got out to do it, he stepped out of it. I forgot to tell him. I was like, remember, we're on tracks. And he went, poof. And he was Ah! up to his waist in the snow. (laughs) That's right. You need need snowshoes. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do wow but it's it's been brutal and a week ago we're really i mean we were getting six 10 inch dumps here and there which to us is flurries <laughs> um but i worked medic shift a week ago today mm-hmm. and uh again there's a big shortage of medics up here so i'm like oh, okay especially day shift i hate working day shift because i have to get up at three thirty in the morning for it and uh got in the mighty mercury sable and uh with the new snow tires on and headed off down the road and uh it became very apparent that uh, at 4:30 in the morning the plows had not been out yet it had been snowing for days but it was really bad that morning and by the time i got to phoenix as in phoenix michigan um the snow sitting on the road although it was powder was between one and two feet deep Wow! Now nah, I'm not in the truck. I'm not in the Jeep. I'm in a Mercury Sable. <laughs> and the snow was so deep, it was coming up over the front bumper, riding up the hood, and pressing against the windshield. So I had to keep <laughs> getting out and shoveling the hood off. <laughs> oh, for the first time in 10 years as a medic, I was late for shift. <sighs> it took me two hours to get from Copper Harbor to the airport, which is normally about a 45-minute trip, just taking it easy. Yeah. Wow. That's- on the other hand, my the other medic never made it for shift. Oh, really? So it was just you, it was, huh? <laughs> it was just me during the day. Yeah, it was a real, real busy day. Oh. Um And then there was a night crew that came on. Fortunately, I wasn't the only medic for the day. Okay. But for the first twelve hours, I was. Wow. So yeah, it's been it's been like continuous. You look at the the weather forecast, and it's uh, winter weather advisory, winter weather warning, blizzard flat out blizzard alert for a couple of days. Right now it is uh winter weather advisory with a small craft advisory. Well if you gotta be out on Lake Superior right now, you have other issues than looking at the National Weather Service. <laughs> and a gale watch. Yeah. It's yeah. about forty winds there right now. Wow. So Jeez. and it's this is fall again.
0: We're not into winter yet, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, you make me really feel bad, though, because Monday we got six inches of snow. And, of course, it started probably about three o'clock in the morning, and it, and it snowed all through commuter time, rush hour, and uh, I stayed home. <laughs> you are struggling, having to stop the car to push snow off so you can see out your windshield because it's it's not, oh, I couldn't I, see over it.
2: <laughs> I was the, only car, I was I the only no, car
0: because on the of road. six inches of snow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't see the first plow until I got to Moa. Uh, they were and by the time it,
0: <laughs> they were smart. They stayed home.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's not the one I want to stay home. And by the time I got to uh, to uh, Calumet, the old red jacket area. I mean, there were some local dumps that were just incredible. There was there was three to four feet of snow on the road in Calumet. And the plows hadn't been through there yet either. There were people this, that had got, you know, at this point, it's like 630 in the morning. yeah. So people are trying to get somewhere. It is Saturday morning. And they're just in the ditches left and right. Jeez. And here's his mercury sable. <laughs> and they're looking at me. I rolled my window down for one couple to see if they're okay. And they're like, oh, this is terrible, isn't it? And I looked at them and I said, tell me about it. I just came from Copper Harbor. <laughs> they, just, they looked at me like, you're nuts. <laughs> Are you serious? I said, I'm the paramedic on duty. I got to make it to the station house.
2: Wow.
0: You know, you got to get the the Jeepster back up and running.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. That's another story. It needs an engine. That's uh, not first on the list. But we'll get down to that at uh, the plant.
0: Yes. Um, But, uh,
1: yeah, you you made me feel
0: bad. Well, to be honest, I was going to go in late. Because, you know, the snow was stopping, but I still had to snow blow uh, the driveway. So I did that, and then it was around 11.30 by the time I was done doing all that. And, you know, the snow had stopped. I was done doing that. And I said, I looked at, I said, you know, what I had planned for 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 Monday afternoon is I had to do performance review oh, uh, write-ups, and I had like six or seven of them to do. And I said, why do I want to go down in the snow over Temple Mountain? Uh probably take me an hour and a half to 2 hours to get there. Just to do write-ups on PDRs in my office and turn around and do another 2 hours back home when I can I can write them here at home. <laughs> you know, Cuz I have access uh via VPN to the office thing. So I called my boss and said, "Yeah, you know what? I'm going to stay home." And write the the p d r s which um oh by the way, it was much easier to do at home with with no distractions whatsoever so uh so that that ended up working okay, and I got to charge half a day for that, so <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> it wasn't too bad <laughs> but um so um I, I i meant to actually this happened the, the the week of the last podcast, and I forgot to enter it into uh the show notes, and I told you guys a little bit about it at the end, in the post-show, but, um, Jaffrey had its, uh, annual Christmas tree lighting, and that was a couple of weeks ago now, and my wife and I said, you know, since we've been here, going on 19 years now, and Jaffrey, um, we've never made it to the Jaffrey Christmas tree lighting. I think mostly because it was always a night that... Well, it start, It happens at 6.30, and I'm usually not home from work by 6.30 uh, any night. So um, this happened to be an off Friday for me. So we said, yeah, let's go down and, and partake in it. So we drove down there, and we got there about quarter after six, and we're we're standing out there. And there's nothing but, of course, what you expect. You know, families, parents, lots of kids... Um, some of the kids were okay, but I swear uh both my wife and i uh, swear that um there were feral children there they I don't know whether they belonged to anybody because they were just screaming, i mean like blood curdling screams at the top of their lungs uh just doing this every so often, and you know you look over like, Are you hurt or something? No, they're just screaming. And I noticed that parents were all clustered in little groups and talking and everything. And I I just assumed they were feral children because not one parent (laughs) even looked up to see who was making that hard noise. And I don't know, have things changed so much that if I did that when I was a kid, one of my parents would look up at me and say, Knock it off! or we're going home <laughs> you know? or you know or we'd go home or they'd say something but you know they would tell you settle down you're getting too rambunctious uh but these kids were just running around and nobody not one parent seemed interested in what they were doing and it got to a point i mean the screaming was really bad there was like one person started. One kid started doing it, and the next thing you know, there's two or three kids doing this. And I mean, literally, blood curdling screams, like somebody was taking an axe to them. And I have no idea what this was, but we got to the point. It was like almost time for the tree lighting. And Amerigo, and I look at each other. She goes, "Do you really want to stay here?" I said, "Not if this is going to keep up." So we. we got we left, we got in the car, went home, and lit our own Christmas tree <laughs> <You know? laughs> because it was just like we tried, but wow, has parenting changed or something did 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 is uh, uh, were there supposed to be other people there to uh control the children in a public space i i I don't understand why these out of control feral children were allowed to run around screaming and hollering at the top of their lungs. Um, in 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 you know an organized event like that.
1: I mean, it was just uh, uh, I don't know. But that, you sure they weren't recording an episode of Night Vale? You know, that could be.
0: I didn't see any cameras, but then again, cameras are so small now that maybe maybe it was. Maybe it was. I'll have to. <laughs> it was just uh, uh unbelievable. But. With that said, last weekend we went up to Woodstock, Vermont, and uh, went to their Wassel Fair Festival, which was pretty cool. They had all sorts of events outside. And Woodstock, Vermont, is uh, well—if you go look at any Courier and Ives uh, card or picture or painting, that's what Woodstock, Vermont, looks like, and it's a beautiful drive up there. Uh, we took some back roads up about until about mid Vermont, and then we jumped on Interstate 91, which takes you up through the mountains up to Woodstock. And then you have to get off, and then you travel another, I guess, 20 miles or so. Uh, and uh, and um, uh, it was it was beautiful. And then they have a Christmas parade, but it's a it's a horse and horse horse and carriage. Christmas parade, which was really cool. And they come up and come down main street and they go around their common and go back out. And, uh, of course the last one has Santa Claus in it and, uh, it was really cool. Now, um, it was very cold. <laughs> so, um, and apparently, um, this a few years ago, Yankee magazine covered the Wassel festival. Um, so there are a lot of out of staters there because yankee magazine said it's one of the 10 christmas events that you should try to get to and i think a lot of people did get to it it was tough finding a parking spot and it was crowded it was busy a lot of connecticut new york license plates up there and uh you know i guess the people that live at woodstock they they appreciate the business but you could tell, especially when we went into one of the restaurants there uh they they were about done <laughs> they're not used to dealing with crowds like that, <laughs> and I mean it was wall to wall people and and being that it was very cold, that didn't help because people were trying to get inside and uh but overall it was it was nice i mean i I really enjoyed the parade now, silly me, I wore my nice uh thermo uh jacket and forgot my gloves so i told Anne marie i said well we got to find some place to buy some gloves because you know i can't sit here and stick them in my my pockets the whole time and uh so we went into this little uh boutique sporting goods place and uh um we we're looking at their gloves and of course their gloves are for the true outdoorsman you would appreciate it michael um uh, because you know these are like for snow snowmobilers, skiers, and things like that. And so, you know, I looked at one pair of gloves, and I look at the price tag, and it's like $140. And I'm like, oh, for a pair of gloves? <laughs> but then the, the guy goes, well, try them on. And I tried them on, and it was like, oh, my God, these are lovely. <laughs> they actually... Fit too. That's the other thing because usually I buy gloves and they're always slightly too tight and stuff. And uh, he goes, "Oh yeah, and the linings, by the way, come out so you can wash them, so it refluffs them. You know, they don't uh, get matted down with your oils over time. And uh, they were leather on the outside, so uh, they gave me this leather bomb. Oh, I guess I'm giving it away. I ended up buying these things. <laughs> <laughs> they have, uh, they had wrists." Bands that you put on your wrists and they're attached to the gloves. So if you have to do anything, you you can pull the glove off if you have to real quick and it just hangs there on, you know, kind of like a mitten type thing. But, uh, these are gloves. They, they really kind of did look like Apollo space gloves when <laughs> you have them on, but oh, are they warm and toasty? And, and they go about, uh, I guess the shield, I don't know what you would call them on the, these gloves, but they go about halfway up your arm. So there's just like no snows getting in there, nothing. I mean, it's just like armor plating on your hands. They're they're warm and toasty. I used them today when I was out snow blowing. Uh when I especially the walk behind and yeah, my hands stayed nice warm and toasty. And it was it was uh I would say in the teens when I was out there, you know, snow blowing. So Um, yeah, my wife goes, I, am like $140 and my wife says, you know, if you really want them and I know that you're having circulation problems in your hands because of the diabetes and I'm getting up there in age. And she goes, I said, yeah, I know. I said, you know, it's not just that my fingers get cold. I said, you know, it actually hurts if, if my hands get cold, it, it actually hurts. And A couple winters ago, we had a scare, or I had a scare, because they got cold, and I got the snow blowing done, and when I came in, three of my fingers stayed numb for like four days. And, uh, you know, it was downright close to frostbite, if it wasn't a mild case to frostbite, I'm probably lucky that I got my feeling back in them, because I was worried, Mm -hmm. because it was like, you know, three, four days, and I still can't feel anything in the bottom of my fingers or at the tips of my fingers so um so she goes i said okay i'm buying them so now i got these great <laughs> gloves but uh, i was thinking about you michael when you're up on brockway mountain i said these gloves would be great
1: <laughs> i'm sure they would yeah i i use um uh, <clears throat> excuse me my gloves the best ones i have are the hand-me-downs from my son from snowboarding oh yeah I haven't I haven't bought myself new gloves forever, and I don't have any. the The, the newest winter boots I've got are, uh, uh fifteen years old, and wow. they're not watertight anymore. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I really need to do something about that. I, yeah, coming yeah. down from the blizzard on Wednesday, I was actually having some uh, uh, loss of feeling issues in my toes and my left foot. <clears throat> And Did I mention we broke down on the way down? No, <laughs> <laughs> you did. <laughs> yeah, we were five kilometers up the mountain yet, and uh, and waste, there was high snow, <laughs> and uh, and we didn't throw the snowshoes in the rig. Uh. And we were in the only rig. We were in the rescue rig. So there was no rescue rig. <laughs> no, there was, everything else is out of service. That's why we we're using the rescue rig. Yeah. And I'm thinking I, I want to calling the fire chief. I said, um, having some issues here, and I'll work on the rig. But just in case, uh, you know, we might have to call the, you know, the the nearest rig. Next nearest rig is about fifty miles away. Wow. I would have to come up hmm. because he's like, oh, you want to walk down?" I said, "It's not groomed." I said, "No, that would not be a good option right now." Yeah,
0: that would be a tough
1: one. I did get it going eventually. I did the Fonzie. The Fonzie bam (laughs) and that worked it it did wow it was we it was overheating and i went out and slammed my head on my head felt like slamming my head slammed my fist on the hood of the uh rescue rig and the cooling fan came back on and when we got back down i found a wiring problem Hmm. so that's all been corrected okay so that's why you
0: you took the test drive today
1: Yeah, that's why I took the test drive today, because I wasn't going back up to the top without convincing myself that everything was fixed. Hmm. When I first went to go grab the rescue rig, the first thing that didn't happen is the heat wasn't working. And the guy is going up, well, we don't need the heat. It's like, no, I think you probably want the heat. I normally go up in a four-wheeler, which has no cab at all. But this guy had never been up there before. (laughs) (laughs) Believe me. Yeah, so I got it it fixed. But, uh, yeah, I literally, I, I slammed my fist into the hood and it shook the electrical connections and got it running again. Wow. Jeez. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Life in woods. And, and the guy sitting in the uh, in the passenger seat and he goes, have you ever thought about writing a book? I said, you know, you're the second person this week that said that, but I've got this thing called a podcast. <laughs> uh, true.
0: but Over 250
1: episodes inter- so far. <laughs> it would be interesting
0: to do a... Uh, to write a book one of these days, you know, when you have the spare time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. That sounds like a really, I, I, I covet a good pair of gloves slash Mm -hmm. mittens, of course. Um, and some new boots, maybe when my kids are out of college, (laughs) it's it's priorities, you know, Yeah. Hmm. College new gloves. (laughs)
0: Uh, so, and I saw your picture, uh, of you in the, in the, the Brickside Brewery, at,
1: uh, by myself.
0: <laughs> was that a bad
1: weather night? <laughs> yeah, it was actually. They were about to close because they needed to go unload some supplies and they saw me coming and they was like, oh, great. We don't have to close. Just hold down the fort. And like, well, I came in for, ah, eh, pour yourself one. And then, okay. <laughs> so I, I, I took, I took my iPhone, set up the other end of the, the brewery there. But, yeah, the entire bar and no bartender, just me standing there. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great picture. So, like, Joel's right. I, I, I declared happy hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was great. Jeez. <laughs> oh, man. So, I don't know. Other than that, uh, we we just went through days of our lives, by the way, without without the theme music. <laughs>
1: oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, we we better still play
0: it. But, huh? Should I play it anyway? Yeah, we should still play it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me play Perdition. it. All right, here we go. Like sands through the hourglass, so are the days of our lives. So were the days of our lives. Yeah, we're done now. (laughs) It's over. It's done. Finish up. Well, since that's done, I guess we should go right into it's not breaking news anymore because it's so old, it's broken news. Welcome to Broken News. I'm one of your anchors, Barry J. Or, what do I usually use? Oh, Thickly Settled. That, that. <laughs> if you're a New England person, you know what that means. If you've ever been through New England, especially, not so much in New Hampshire, but Massachusetts, if you're going to a, a small town or something, sometimes they have these signs right before you get into the, the, the area where the houses are, like the downtown area, and it says Thickly Settled. I. I <laughs> It's, it's a nice way of saying this is the popul, populated place of the town. Um, but uh, I always said, hmm, sounds like an anchor person's name, Thickly Settled. So, And, and yes, I am Thickly Settled. <laughs> anyway, um, so broken news. Um, former astronaut and Senator John Glenn passed away this week, or... It was last week, actually. Was it this week or last week? I
1: think last week, no. It might have been over the weekend or beginning. Yes, yeah, yeah.
0: At the age of 95. And uh, I believe that's the last of the original seven uh, astronauts, Mercury Mm -hmm. astronauts now. So they're all gone now. And, of course, John Glenn not only was in uh the mercury program he was in the gemini program did he did he fly a, an apollo i don't remember i was trying to think of that i'm trying to think i don't True know there. whether he made apollo but he definitely did gemini or um uh mercury and of course mercury and then gemini program and and then again he went up in the space shuttle um okay after after he actually had retired from the senate and uh so he was, uh, he had, we went up there for a geriatric, uh, see, see how older people would do in space. Uh, so that's pretty interesting, but, uh, he will definitely be missed. He was, uh, he was one of the, you know, if you watch the right stuff, I think, uh, they get, they nailed him pretty well. I mean, that was his character and how he, he, he went through life and, uh, he was definitely one of those guys that was made from the right stuff. So, and I noticed you added Buzz Aldrin, and I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, and that was just before John Glenn passed away, actually. Yes. Uh, Buzz Aldrin was down at the South Pole. He made it to the South Pole. He's 86 years old now, and uh, but he started having some health problems after that. Uh, he was evacuated from the South Pole for fluid in the lungs. I don't know if he had pneumonia or... Or a couple things can cause that, <coughs> yeah, cardiac issues too, but they didn't say what it was. Yeah. Um, they but did, he was evacuated to New Zealand. I'm sorry, go ahead. I heard he it, they did declare it pneumonia.
0: I okay. guess any kind of fluid in the lungs is really considered pneumonia of some sort. Um, but like, yeah, he's he's doing okay though now from what I hear. Uh, so, but yeah, pff, going down there at 86,
1: <laughs> more power. I think to it's him, way man. cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, and uh, and the only other news that was worth mentioning, uh, other than uh, we 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 could talk about fake news, which yeah, fake news is out there. It's been out there. It's always been out there. Didn't you know there was fake news stories? <laughs> Didn't you know that half the crap on Facebook is fake? You know, uh, but all of a sudden, uh, that's become the news because how oh, man. Can't believe that this guy won the presidency, so uh, there's got to be a reason for it. Oh, it must be fake news. Fake news and and the Russians. Yep, the Russians, uh, um, well, all I can tell you about the Russians, you know what, people? We do it too. Just just telling you, um, you know, we can sit there and go, how dare you? How dare you do the same thing we've been doing for years, Uh, you know? How about the last Israeli uh, pre- uh, election? And how about almost every South American country? <laughs> there is. Uh, how How dare you, Russia, for doing that? Well, we're not quite sure whether Russia really did anything or not, even though our intelligence groups say that they did. Although, if you talk to actual people that work in the intelligence group other than people that were appointed um they pretty much say we have no evidence of that <laughs> but uh uh but it's the russians it's 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 the russians and uh you know it's um that's that's the reason and uh and uh I, all I can say is okay say it was the russians and say they did leak some emails out you know what the important thing is? It's not so much who leaked. And by the way, they weren't hacked. It was leaked. Okay, um, and it was probably done through uh, phishing. So, um, uh, but you know what's even more important? Of course, they. this is what they're trying to distract you from, is read the content of the email. I mean, see how this organization works. See what they think about the people they are trying to attract to get them to vote for their side. I mean, that's the important stuff, and that should make you go, Huh? Now, I'm sure, even though the other party didn't have any leakage, (laughs) I'm sure they're just as bad. So take a look at the parties and, you know, this is how they operate people and this is how, what they really think of you. Uh, that's more important than who leaked the information and, and, and how dare they try to affect the government? Well, uh, there's been no proof whatsoever that they actually got into any of the computers that were involved in the actual election process. Or I should say elections process because we don't have a national election. We have, uh, 52 state elections and that includes the, the uh, territories, uh, that happen on the same day. So remember that also. Um, it's, it's a state thing. It's not a national federal thing. Um, if you, if you pick up two ballots from two different states, they do not look the same. Okay. So just 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 want to make sure that people uh, remember and oh yeah, the other big thing that you keep hearing is, um I hate to break this to you, but we're not a democracy. This country is a republic. It's a constitutional representative republic. Um so um I, I you know, I'm tired of hearing all about how um This whole thing ruined this great democracy. Uh, It's not a democracy. Okay. So with that, the end of this republic uh, part or process of electing a president is this Monday, which will be long gone by the time this (laughs) this podcast gets out. But, uh, yes, the Electoral College meets and votes, and that's who really chooses the president now they're supposed to vote by uh how their states won you know the the election win in each individual state um, most states the winner takes all okay um very few states do a a, a, a partitioning of the vote um, winner takes all in the states that's why you can win the electoral college and Lose the popular vote because, well, let's face it, 3 million people more probably voted in California alone. <laughs> okay? So that's where you can pick up the extra 3 million people. Um, and uh, and believe it or not, they don't all meet in one place and do their voting. Each state, this is another thing that points to these are states. We're still the United States. Of America we are we are a united group of states that form a federal nation but we still have states rights and we do things by states so each of the electoral representatives um, get together at the state capitals throughout the the country and they vote there and I'm not sure how it gets tallied. I need to look into that because this stuff actually fascinates me. So I don't know how the tally, I guess they report their, fu- their vote into someplace. Um, that's the part I never hear about. And I need to research that part a little bit. So after they meet in the capitals, how does that get funneled in to, and, and who takes that information in and, and declares it? Does it go to the house of representatives? I don't know where it's reported, so I have to find out that part. I'm very curious on how this whole thing ends. But uh that happens Monday. And this has been a crazy year, so I take nothing for granted. No. <laughs> you know? Something could happen. Um I kinda doubt it, but it could make it interesting. So we'll we'll see what we'll see what Monday brings. Um, but, uh, but, uh, you know, if it goes as planned, it's the damn Russians that did it, I'm sure.
1: Now, the <laughs> one comment I got here is neither conservative or liberal standpoint here that I'm saying this, but the person who had this nailed and he had it nailed like a year ago was Michael Moore. He went into a lengthy statement of why he thought Trump was gonna win, and he wasn't a Trump supporter in any way, shape, or form. No. And he nailed it. He nailed the segment of the population that decided this election. And it's not the ones standing out in the corner screaming racism or screaming because they lost. It's the huge part of the population that the Democratic Party should have been representing and wasn't addressing. The once no. The ones that lost everything in the last eight to twelve years, yep. and they spoke through their vote. Mm-hmm. And Michael Moore was warning about that for the last year. Yep, and they still didn't address them. Nope, they ignored him. And that's what who lost them the
0: election. I, I guess they just assumed that those people were going to vote for them because they always have in the past. And and that's that's the warning I have. Again, I'm an independent. Okay, I lean slightly to the right. But I'm mostly a, a moderate independent, and um, and I'm I look at that, and I, you know I can tell you uh, that I get tired of all the PC crap. I I get tired of hearing about oh you've got white privilege. Well, thank you for that information. What would you like me to do with that now? That's how people see me. It's not how I act. It's not. There's nothing I can do about that. Right. Um, good. You pointed out that there's white privilege in the country. Okay. What do you want me to do about that? I still try to treat everybody the same way. I don't care whether they're white privilege or, or black privilege or, you know, Asian privilege or whatever you want to call that. I just try to treat people. I treat people that are nice to me. I treat them in kind. And even if you're not so nice to me, I still try to treat you the same in kind. I mean, what? <laughs> I, I, you know, um, I guess they feel that if they keep pointing it out and pointing out differences and pointing out all these things, that that's going to somehow unite the people. I can tell you, it just pisses people off even more. You know? And there are just some things you're not going to get people to change there are, there are a lot of people that are not going to change sorry but you're just going to have to wait until their generation dies out because you know that's all when you when you keep pointing this out and try to teach them a lesson you just uh, you're, they're just going to act the opposite way of <laughs> what you think they're going to act you know how about a little more about how we're the same versus how
1: we're different. You know? You know, the, the one candidate that was really addressing that segment was Bernie. Yes. I would have voted for him. If he was in the election, I would have voted for I, him. I will tell you right now that... I, if, as I said, I still had problems with this math, but I would have voted I for him. I
0: totally believe that if Bernie had gone against Donald Trump in the national election, would Bernie would have won in a landslide.
1: Landslide, absolutely. Yes. But... and And he wasn't... He wasn't going for violent change. No. no, And And he uh, had huge, huge attendance at all his rallies. I know
0: a lot of people that are even kind of conservative or or declare themselves conservative and and Republican that would have voted for Bernie over uh, Donald Trump. Because it's like, yeah, I totally disagree with some of the stuff he says, but, you know, this is, uh, you know, the three three, uh, tiers of of government, the three branches of government, so I'll keep him in check so he's not gonna be able to go all out crazy. Of course you can say the same thing about Trump too. He's not gonna go all out crazy. He can't. There's there's too much you know, the founding fathers were were good about that. So
1: pretty sharp guys. But
0: yeah, yeah. yeah they were they were they were smart. And uh but yeah, I think Bernie would have won in the landslide. I agree. Uh, because the guy was generally trying to do good. Yeah. Yes, and you could see that. And you could also tell that he was a truly honest-speaking guy. And he wasn't, well, up until the point where he bent over and uh, started going out and politicking for Hillary after he lost, uh, that kind of, I was like, this guy's a straight-out honest guy. But then all of a sudden he started doing that, and I said, okay, well, you just dirtied dirtied your... Uh, image for me because you you sucked it up and went with with the party. And oh, by the way, he's not even a member. I guess he is now a member of the Democratic Party, but in Vermont he was, he's an independent. He was voted in as an independent. Now he sits with, he chooses to sit with the Democrats but he's an independent. He's always run it as an independent. So, um, yeah, I... (laughs) Sorry guys, but you you totally blew this because you uh you know, Democratic Party, they decided to go with the I'm telling you. I know people that worked in the White House uh during uh the Clinton administration and uh the the um uh the Bush administration before that. They kind of worked in in, in the 90s, the 80s, late 80s and through the 90s and I have heard nothing good about that woman. They all loved Bill. <laughs> bill was was fun, fun to be around. you know, one of those guys you just wanted to sit down and have a beer with, you know at a, a barbecue or something. Nothing was ever said good about Hillary and these people had no reason to lie about it um, they, I, It's just that's me personally. I heard this from people I trust. No, personally and that's why I could never vote for Hillary because I just, you know it was like, ugh, now again the Donald yeah, but when you have the choice, I could have picked the third person, I, I, I guess I could have uh, gone third, third party a lot of people decide to do that but, you know, you saw how much percentage they got, one, two percent, I think Johnson might have gotten as high as I don't know what Johnson got in in the end. Uh, not all of them are on the, all the ballots in the states. So that's also a hard thing to get enough electoral votes if you're not even on the state ballot. So, um, yeah, it was a definitely an interesting year this year. And we'll see what happens in the next four years. But uh, um, you know, maybe, maybe Bernie will run again in four years. See what happens. Although he is starting to get up there in age. So, um, wasn't he the oldest out of the three of them? I, don't I know. think he was, yeah. I don't know. He, he I don't, let, me, let me Google that for yeah, you. Yeah, because, uh, yeah. Because I don't know. He might just look older.
1: No, I think he is older.
0: Yeah, okay. Let me check. You know, um, the Donald is 70 and Hillary's 69. Yeah, he's 75. Okay. So, Yeah. So in four years, he'll be 79.
1: See, he's still good. He's yeah, still good. He
0: could be, but, you know, we are living longer. Oh, well, I remember when Ronnie ran. Oh, my God, we can't hire or elect somebody who's going to be 70 years old. That's ancient. Oh, my God, he's going to drop dead on the second day. You know, and it's like and now I, nobody's said anything about either, you know, Trump or Hillary's age. They didn't say anything about Bernie's age and he was 75. So. So I guess it doesn't matter that much anymore. So anyway. All
1: right. Well, yeah. Well, by the time the show comes out.
0: Yeah. Well, no, (laughs) one of them will be sitting in the White House
1: (laughs) or, or maybe somebody we don't know. You know, some, some new person altogether. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh god.
1: Uh, Underwood. That's be- <laughs> a If you
0: if you watch the uh
1: Hey, Justin Trudeau, Trudeau president. now is president and premier of both countries. <laughs> there you
0: go. <laughs> All right, so I guess that right. brings us to the that's the end of that and we'll go right into Geeks Corner.
2: Oh, my me, I'm and, nerdy.
0: and welcome to Geek's Corner where we talk geeky stuff because while well, we're all engineers and we're into the we're into the geekness of things. Even if we are starting to get up there in age, you know. We're not gonna be the guys that it's like huh. How do you work the remote control? Which one it... hey, we're not gonna be like that at all. We're always gonna have the latest and greatest. <clears throat> and we'll be we'll be playing you know, you know, my precious will probably be buried with me when <laughs> if
1: uh if you don't know Yeah, who our displays don't flash twelve, they flash forty two. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> very good, very good. So Michael, you're first up. So, yeah, I figured I'd throw a couple game updates here. <clears throat> uh, thanks to uh, Tom Merritt, because I wouldn't have tried this if I, he hadn't uh, released this nice information. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, Nintendo has released a Mario run for iOS and probably Android, too. I don't know. No, Android is going to come oh. in January. But uh, it turns out the first three versions of the game or the first three levels are free. It's a ten dollar game, but you mm-hmm. can download it for free and play the the first three levels. So I have done that. I'm starting to Mario around. Now I never really was into it in the beginning, actually when I was a kid. I, I guess Abacus was the closest thing I had <laughs> to a computer. But uh <laughs> um I was gonna say it's past my time eventually. Yeah, eventually when I was in my teens they had Pong. But uh yep. and then they came out with the Atari stuff. But anyhow, so but both my boys they were big in Mario and when mm-hmm. they were young, and I still think they play it from time to time. I think they're up on the, they've got the Nintendo 3DS now, the 3D one, which oh, I can't okay. play because of my eyesight too well. Yeah. But, um, so, I'm playing around with that. I, I had put it in there with the intent of having time today to play it enough to uh, review it. Ha! Spare time. Uh uh. Humor. Um, yeah. So maybe by the next show, I'll have uh, played it enough to give a full review. But I, I'm pretty impressed with this so far, especially the well, what they give you for free. Yeah. And uh, as I uh, say in the notes there, I'm still playing Clash of Clans. Like every two weeks, it's time to do something else. <laughs> you just walk away from it two weeks, and then uh, it's time to do something. And still playing Pokemon Go with the boys. They're they're both active in it. Apparently, there's new release yeah, or yeah. there's an upcoming release where they're going to be. No, there's a release. Yeah, they oh. they did a Christmas release. Okay, there was it's something out. about.
0: Is that the one where they're going to introduce new characters?
1: Also, yes. okay. I, I don't know if the new characters are out because I probably haven't caught them. Excuse me, haven't caught them yet. Yeah, I I I heard something about because I listened to enough
0: tech podcasts that uh, they were mentioning it and. Um, and, of course, I noticed you also, you said you're still playing Ingress, which uh, I haven't even
1: opened the game yeah. in a long time. But I mostly, I maintain the portals here in town. Yeah. Mostly, that's for my youngest son, who still plays it. Okay. He he kind of had uh, um, drifted off for a while, and I was maintaining his guardian for him and stuff. And his guardian's got to be coming close to 700 days. Wow. It's gotta to, got to be getting close to a record, actually. They need to have but, a special uh, medal for that. But the uh kids from the, the campus made yeah. the hour trip up, met up with Mark, and uh most of the portals here in the harbor now are level eight. Wow. <laughs> so they them. got them all fired up again and and, and cool. I mean he's having yeah. fun. Hmm. Um
0: I should poke but, in and yeah. see what's going on. Yeah, I haven't paid attention. I know there's a whole bunch of new players here. Most most of the old players have uh, have gone are gone. The ones that I knew. There's still a couple diehards that are are still there, and they kind of run run the organizations around here. But uh, yeah, I haven't been paying too much attention to it. Although it's a most good game, but it's it's a,
1: huh? Pardon? Yeah, most of the portals between here and the campus are gray now. Yeah. Campus is active.
0: Yeah, Uh, it's still a very active game. It's just, um, man, it will consume time because it's a very addictive game. If you're not careful, and you know, there was there's a few times when you know my hour commute home would take me three four hours. Yeah, (laughs) and uh, it doesn't that doesn't bode well for home life either, uh, too well. If you do it too often, so
1: yeah, I like the Pokemon Go because I can just kind of bop into it when I want to, mm. and I'm up to I'm up to level twenty four on that. Hmm. Uh, as far as Ingress, I I have a goal. It's kind of like the Spinal Tap goal. <laughs> um, about eh, five hundred, six hundred thousand points away from level eleven. Okay. Once I once I, once I reach eleven, I think maybe it's time to. To do the Bob Goyich thing and walk away from it, but maybe maybe just I'll I'll continue uh, I'll continue up uh, keeping Mark's Guardian coming. Did did Bob ever play? I think he did at Northern Voice. Okay, I think that's where he got it. Uh, I think Shane Burley introduced it to him, Okay. and he played it a little bit, and then he went, "Why?"
0: (laughs) I was gonna say because he was the. (laughs) Yeah, he was the one that used to go get beer while we had the
1: Ingress report in here. Yep. Well, he and he he did the what was it the thirty five second episode podcast episode of uh, things I like about Ingress. <laughs> in dead silence for a while. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it.
0: So Heard all right. It. Well, um, you're a Pandora person too, and what is what's the new this, thing? It's called Pandora Premium. What what's it called now? I forget. Uh, if you I, pay for it,
1: I still think of it as Pandora One, but yeah, what is they it
0: called? they've renamed um, it now. Uh, but anyway, I'm looking okay, um, they uh, we we pay for it because uh, uh, more so my wife, uh, she listens to it when she wants to listen to music, and um, and then of course if we're both in the car at the same time, I don't dare try to listen to podcasts because of two reasons: a, she doesn't want to listen to them, and b. I like to listen to podcasts and and I can't do that with her in the car because well she likes to talk <laughs> and I can't li- pay attention to both at the same time. So we've settled on Pandora. Pandora I, Plus it's called. Pandora Plus and it was the was the offline channel's new with uh, Pandora Plus.
1: Yes it is and it's very buggy.
0: Okay, so so they've got this new thing, and we discovered it for the first time um, when we were going up to Woodstock. Uh, We had it on, and of course, when you're going through the mountains, you lose signal. So we had the uh, Christmas music channel on, and we were listening to Christmas music. And what Pandora Plus offers is is these offline channels, which they choose um, one of your favorite channels that you most listen to, And I guess while you're listening to Pandora at other times, it downloads the channel or enough of the channel music so that it's on your device. And so if you lose the signal, it goes out of area or something, it will automatically switch over to your offline channel and uh, start playing that until they get back into where you've got a signal and then they'll switch back to whatever channel you were listening to well we uh we discovered this going up to woodstock vermont and we were in the car and um of course Anne marie listens to pandora pandora most so she likes classical music uh she does listen to a lot of classical music so we were up there listening to christmas music and all of a sudden it would cut out and classical music came on and uh we were listening to classical music and at first, Anne-Marie thought, well, what the heck happened? It just changed channels automatically. And then I remembered hearing this in one of the tech podcasts. I said, no, I think this is a new feature. you know. And then sure enough, as soon as we... I said, look at the signal. And sure enough, we didn't have a signal. And I said, okay. And then when we got a signal, it switched back to, to Christmas music. And so um, this was going on, you know, off and on for a couple of times. It would uh, switch from Christmas music to... Classical music for a while, and then it would switch back to Christmas music. And about the third time this happened, we were listening to, um, the Christmas music, and and there it goes; it switches over again to the alternate channel. And I, I looked over at Marie and I said, "Look, looks like Pandora's baroque again." No. <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all week. Uh, <laughs> and it was actually
1: a baroque channel that's <laughs> <was> coming up. <laughs> yeah. Well there's there's actually four offline channels. Okay. And if you go into the option setting, you can actually tell it whether it kicks in or not. Okay. But it picks those four channels based on overall listening of the account.
0: Yeah. That's what I got to think. Because when she uses it by herself, she often listens to classical music. So it, it must have just picked this one by default. Uh can you go in and tell it what channels to use?
1: No, you can only tell it which of the four channels that it downloads for you. Okay. That's a, that's something that needs to get fixed. Okay. I, I have uh I have passed the word down the uh the grapevine. Ah, yes, that's right. Yes. yes. I, I sort of have an inside track there. You do. But uh <clears throat> But yeah, and it gets really confused around me because I'm going from cell to Wi Fi to nothing to Wi Fi to Cell to I break it all the time. <laughs> yeah. You must be switching back and forth a yep. lot. And one one of the channels I think by default is the thumbs up channel, which is one that you I don't know if you get that on normal Pandora, but you get it under Pandora Plus. So there's one channel that's nothing but a mixture of all your thumbs ups.
0: Yeah. I, I tend to stop doing the thumbs up because I was, like, I was listening to 70s, 80s music and I would thumbs up some songs in there. Uh, and they were probably in the 80s realm, kind of toward the ends of 80s. And I did that enough to the point where my 70s, 80s music channel became 90s music and only 90s
1: yeah. music. <laughs> Sometimes it just takes one thumbs up to completely change the whole character of a channel.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know whether there's a way to get it back to be just standard 70s and 80s again. So, uh, we we always listen to my wife's 70s and 80s channel because mine's, like I said, mine's all 90s music now. <laughs> so, she goes, yeah, I don't touch the thumbs anymore. Yeah, you know? I said, yeah, that's probably a smart move
1: all right it's gotten better i mean in the past if you didn't you know if you go back a couple of years and you didn't do thumbs up or thumbs down or something you heard the same dozen songs over and over again on the channel but it's gotten much better about that now okay Hmm. well you got the next story Hmm? oh oh yeah okay pay attention to the notes here so speaking of that um as we'll get into it on the bland tour, but I'm especially this past week, I've spent a lot of time outside removing snow or moving snow one way or the other. And I really don't want to take my new iPhone 7 out to uh, do work in, in the cold. Very smart. So I've got the uh, iPhone 5S here, and I find mm-hmm. if I keep it fully 100% charged before I go out and put it on the inside of my snowsuit so it doesn't get cold.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I've got good Wi-Fi coverage for the entire property here, so it has become my de facto working in the garage, or uh, snow blowing, or whatever, and I I listen to podcasts and or Pandora while I'm doing that.
0: I you so, know I, I read your thing here and it said the snow blowing podcast. i was saying, you no. know, that sounds an awful lot like the podcast I once tried to do, which was uh, a mowing the lawn podcast, which didn't quite work out. <laughs>
1: Oh. Hey, actually, that's that's they that could be a new podcast, the snow blowing podcast. <laughs> yeah, you hear a lot of engine and nothing else. <laughs> the drone of the diesel. Yeah,
0: it's almost like uh, Jason's uh, dryer uh, podcast. Yes. <laughs> ta-chunk, 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 ta-chunk. That was good. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, I. I still have a five. Well, now I have, now I have my six plus too, which is I. I was gonna sell that on. Um, I was gonna put that into uh, um, what's it called the a, a gazelle. Okay. Uh, and uh, I never did it. I still have it. I should. I should probably. Yeah, you know, I'm getting all these phones sitting around. They're not doing me any good. I still have my five. My iPhone five, which is that's my usually my backup player. If it's someplace I don't want to take my good phone, I'll I'll take that because I keep that caught up with uh, you know Pocket Casts, so that's it's always up to date. And that's the only time thing I really use those things for, like you said, to listen either to uh, podcasts or music. And and an old old player is uh, you feel um, you, you feel less anxious if right if something happens to the old one
1: <laughs> and i still get the iMessages IM on it i still get voxer alerts yeah you know i, I still got the old apps on there so as yeah. long as i got coverage it's yeah. it, i'm not out of touch and i'm listening and but yeah. it's it's a throwaway it's not one that i not that i want to throw it away but if it's something if it breaks i'm not going to fix it
0: right so um and and as we continue on with with apple news i i just got to say at this time now i will i will um something has happened since i i wrote this uh topic in geek corner um the topic is itunes sucks (laughs) and the reason why i said that is because i've been trying to uh, my wife has a uh, playlist of all her favorite songs and for some reason um When I tried to do the conversion or move those songs over from iTunes into Google Apple or Google Apple, Google Play Music, it wasn't picking them up for some reason. And then I looked and found out, oh, that's because they're all in the cloud. And in order to get them to move over, you have to download them. Well, last night I started to try to do that and... Even though I had clouds, it would say it's in the cloud. It would not let me download these songs. And these are songs that I uploaded into iTunes. And uh, there were my songs. I uploaded them into iTunes. Most of them were legit. <laughs> um, uh, and, and the ones that weren't, I, I, I I'm still paying for match. Although I'm probably going to drop that this year. Um, so, you know, that was supposed to be the uh, Grace <laughs> uh, thing. Yeah, that, the uh, yep. yeah, the Amnesty program. Yeah, the Amnesty blessing of the music. And uh, so they're all up there, but it wouldn't let me download them. Now, I could stream them. I could sit there and hit the button and they would play, but I couldn't get them to download I was pissed. I said, these are my songs and i'm try i need to download them so that i can use the music manager to u- upload them into uh uh google play music and uh so with that i was very frustrated because i said okay well i can stream them so i can uh i can always use uh, audio hijack on my mac i can set up the little thing and say okay play it in itunes and it will pick them up and create mp3s out of them but i got to sit there and play the songs all the way through record them and then i can upload those and cuz cuz google play music works the same way i think they you can upload your your stuff and if it already has something up there it'll use that and you get 50,000 free songs <laughs> i'm never going to get to
2: 50,000
0: <laughs> so um so i said oh that 's going to take me forever that 's not going to happen tonight. It would be so much easier if I could just download them because then I just have to move them into a f- folder and they automatically get uploaded and uh, Now with that said, um about an hour before I came up here to do the podcast i was uh well, I was getting the music uh guest of the uh, of this podcast, and I was having the same problem there, but then I was able to download that one I said Hmm. So then I tried some of the ones I was having problems with last night, and suddenly I could download them. So, I don't know. Maybe there's a glitch in iTunes or what. But this has happened to me before. This has actually happened to me with songs that I uploaded. They didn't have a match, so they wouldn't even let me stream them. They just sit up in iTunes, grayed out. And, uh you know, that irritated me because... Once I uploaded them into iTunes, I deleted them off the <laughs> off the the computer, and I I have a backup somewhere um, of the of these songs. But it just I don't know what they're doing iTunes, but it's it's not a simple thing to work, and it's uh, I think it sucks for music. I know a lot of people like it, but I don't know. I don't. I, I think <laughs> I, I
1: haven't liked iTunes for years. Yeah, I it's think it's been Google- broken for.
0: Google Ever. Play music uh, is a lot easier to use and oh by the way you can uh, get a Google play music on your iOS devices also and their music's about the same price and maybe a little cheaper in, in some respects with now I haven't looked to see what the catalog differences are but I haven't so far I haven't found a song uh, haven't been able to find a song on uh Google Play music. Uh, just like I can't, I haven't found one that's not on iTunes either. <laughs> so, so I think they're pretty, pretty well equivalents. But that was that was it. That's just I uh, I went to complain about that because uh, <sighs> iTunes, I'm done with it. And yeah, I just renewed from my match; it automatically renewed, and I said, "Oh, I really didn't want to do that because I'm moving away from iTunes." But oh well, I'll let it go this year. But I've got to go in and cancel it for next year. Uh, Because I'm I'm not using iTunes anymore, except for backups and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's why I use it, but I don't use it's not my primary music source. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So speaking of iOS, yeah. Well, iOS 10.2 is out, Mm -hmm. and uh, I figured, what the heck? I'll just blindly download it. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Um,
2: Sure. What the hell.
1: So, uh, yeah, I, I downloaded it for both the uh, iPhone 5S and the 7 that I've got. And uh, I noticed an immediate, immediate battery life improvement, which is not one of the things they were touting. Hmm. But uh, it got to be much more intelligent on uh, in how it was handling uh, the uh, Verizon Wi-Fi calling and messaging. Um, and it did break a couple of apps. So the, hmm. some of the included libraries apparently have been... Uh, deleted and there's some other frameworks that should be used and some of the apps that i have uh, have not been updated for a couple years so i'll be contacting the the uh companies that have marketed those and there's a couple of them i don't want to lose Hmm. but uh all in all and of course there's all kinds of new emoji support which i couldn't care less about (laughs) or couldn't care more about yeah that's, that's one of those sayings that doesn't make any sense yeah uh as long as they give me the thumbs up, the smile, and the hearts from my wife there, I, I'm okay with emojis anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so far, uh I've downloaded iOS ten point two. I've noticed the battery life has gotten much better and my phones have not blown up or anything like that. So
0: Okay. Very good.
1: And Highly technical report for you.
0: And and I gotta say, uh um although I like I like my iPhones, um and I still like iPhones. I'm still digging the Samsung Galaxy, uh, seven edge. Um, you know, all the things that are annoying to people that aren't geeks. I like, I like to mess around with, and sometimes I get frustrated on the iPhone because I can't go and the <laughs> all of it. Um, yep. but, uh, I'm, I'm still having a good time with it and it's still, you know, it's still rocking and rolling. And, uh, uh, I'm, 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 uh, I'm not, I'm not sorry that I, I made the switch, but, um, and now there's starting, news is starting to come out, uh, about the new phones. Well, there's always been rumors about the new iPhone and now there's rumors coming out about the galaxy S eight and there will be a galaxy S eight. Um, the first thing that came out and it's actually the company that makes this f- for Samsung, and by default for the iPhone because I think Samsung still makes the displays for, <laughs> for the iPhone but apparently the fingerprint technology that they use that's on a button right now um they've got it to work so it's under glass so there's a good chance that the buttons on both the iPhone and the Galaxy phones will be disappearing and Uh, There will be no longer any moving buttons. Well, except for the volume controls and the actual on-off button. But uh, that's one less button on, on, I think, both phones. Because the rumors are iPhone's going to have that. And the Galaxy S8 is supposed to be get the same thing so it'll just be i guess that da- anywhere down at the bottom i don't know whether it's anywhere on the screen or it hasn't been details but at least down at the bottom of the screen you'll be able to just put your thumb or your finger and that'll unlock it for you so yeah. that's pretty cool
1: um, on the seven there there is no mechanical button for the touch that's the true they department.
0: converted that to a uh but touch. it's
1: still it's not under glass it's still no. the sensor is right there and sealed but right but it's not moving
0: right and and so this will both companies like this because now you've got that glass p- protection basically and it's uh yep makes it a little more waterproof one one less thing for liquid to get get into so very cool um, and yeah there's rumors about the uh, galaxy s8 um, yeah still faster processor more memory um, there's even rumors I'm not Particularly caring about this, but there's even rumors that they're going to do away with the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack and go with USB C. I, 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 I get this feeling I'm going to go kicking and screaming, but eventually they're going to make me go to these damn USB C headphones, which cost more money because you got a little chip in the USB C end you know where where you don't have those things
1: and regular well, standard the, well the chips in the headphones. phone so i thought nor, the if you, if you, I, I thought the, no 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 what i'm getting if you got a 3.5 jack it's still digital going to analog but the chips in the phone rather than having to be in the headset
0: yeah so so and exactly and that's to me in the phone's good because when i go through my third headphone for the year and I have to go out and buy another one, and it has a USB-C connection on the end, that's going to be much more expensive, several dollars more expensive, than if I could get a 35 millimeter headphone. Uh, because, you know, I don't have to pay for the chip. <laughs> now they may be cheap, but I don't know. I look at these USB-C headphones, and the cheapest one is... Way more expensive than what I'm paying for for my cheap podcasting listening earbuds that I have. Now, I will say that, uh, and this will only be a problem until the iPhone 8 comes out, um, from what the rumors say. But I will say if the Galaxy does it, um, at least I can charge my phone at the same time and use the earbud things, because they do have the wireless charging. But, they claim... All the rumors are that the next iPhone is going to have wireless charging also. So. I'm hoping Santa brings me a wireless charger for Christmas. Put it on my Amazon Santa list. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so. It'd be nice to just kind of lay it up on top of the table instead of having to plug a cord in all the time. So. It'd be nice. So, anyway, I guess that's it. You got anything else in geek news? No, that's pretty much from the send. Cool. Okay, so now we're going to go, and our, our host is missing. So, Michael, I'll let you. I'll let you host it this week.
1: You'll be. I the... don't have the finished idea how to do that.
0: Oh come <laughs> on! yeah, <laughs> Joel does make it look easy, but yes, he does. Um, of course, yeah, you know, as we explained last podcast bottom gears no more and instead we have the bland tour
1: Well, hello off. there, and yeah, this is going to go as smooth as them trying to replace Jeremy, and uh, it is Jeremy, right? And uh, bottom gear, but uh, top gear, whatever that was. But uh, since Joel's not here, which is like, does that ever happen before? I don't think that's ever happened once, before.
0: Uh, uh, maybe once about five years ago.
1: Huh, I don't remember. So I'm 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 your poor substitution, Michael the virtual Youper for. <laughs> <laughs> the bland tour, and uh, we'll just jump right into it this week. Uh, it is the holiday season, you know, uh, for uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and one thing is always pretty consistent about that, the family truckster waves up one of his I little tires and says, yep, yep. I
0: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, yeah. but, you know. No, you,
1: no, no, no. You I said was, the magic totally. word. Yeah, I'm totally (laughs) kerfluffled to do the intro here. Um, But, yeah, it's uh, pretty consistent, like, since Mm -hmm. we've lived here, that uh, once we get into the Thanksgiving-Christmas holiday, um, something will break on the family truckster. Always. (laughs) Yes, always. We've gotten better about it. Um, We we try to do preventative uh, fixing, and the uh, I, I guess the big the. The big uh, concern, besides the cap completely falling apart and uh, having to bag everything and throw it in the bed, uh, then tarp it, uh, was that we had a leaky tire stem, which we couldn't get fixed at the last second before we left. Um, And after the blizzard hit, we had this, well, yeah, it was was during the blizzard, and Chris was needing four-wheel drive. It's like, there's this big vibration when I throw it in four-wheel drive, and I'm like, yep. It's that time of year again, it's time to put new U-joints in the family truckster. Um, That thing goes through U-joints like fuses, which is a good thing. It doesn't tear anything else up, but that diesel engine, every single U-joint in that truck has been replaced at least once, some of them two (laughs) or three times. Yeah. (laughs) So we brought it into our our friendly mechanic, and uh, he's like, yep, sure enough. And uh, it was rather painless, actually. The entire service call was like 89 bucks, including labor. Really? Wow. That's good. So I think, Mm -hmm. knocking on my wooden desktop here, I think we're ready for the Christmas trip. Although we will be taking two vehicles because uh, we haven't put a top. We're not even going to put a top top on the the truck anymore, but we'll get one of those um, flat covers. Yeah, yeah. Fold back flat covers, but even that's more than we're going to get done before Christmas. So. Mm. And We still need to bring one of the cats with us because one of the cats uh, requires medication and we don't want the cat sitter to have to deal with that. And besides, my mom wants to see her grandkitty. As she ah, <laughs> Is this the oldest so, one? Blackie will be coming with us. Uh, yes, the oldest. Yeah. So... Um, I will be taking the mighty Mercury sable down and it will be the luggage hauler. So we have to throw it in the back.
0: I still have yet to get a song, but you know, now that you're calling it the mighty Mercury sable, I think. Well, I that's,
1: that's the placeholder again. Uh, I, I can't keep that name because, Oh, uh, Oh, that's uh, because uh, Jason, Jason, I can't do that. It's too but, bad because uh, I do have a song for that one. Nah, I mean, but well, <laughs> yeah, but my wife has absolutely positively said, the car will not maintain the prince's name in the family <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, okay <laughs> you don't argue with mrs virtual Uper. it's okay. that simple Damn. okay
0: <laughs> I, I still hadn't looked for music for that but i was i was sure i was going to be able to find something
1: <laughs> yeah i'm sure there's plenty for that but no hmm. that's not going to be the name my my, okay. my wife has kiboshed that Hmm. So truck should be all set to go and, and and um I don't know if it's the uh escort to the mighty Mercury Sable or the Micro- mighty Mercury Sable will be the the uh support vehicle for the truckster, but we'll be taking two vehicles down. <laughs> yeah, one of them's gonna be a support vehicle. That's <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Either- Maybe that's a good
1: thing too. <laughs> Either for maintenance or because of weather. <laughs> yes. So I will say though, as as I mentioned before, it doesn't snow tires on the sable. Mm-hmm. Short of the fact that it doesn't have the ground clearance, it really is getting around well. Good. Nice. So um, i it, that's a good addition to the family. And Joel, oh wait a minute. Joel's not here. Joel's not here. Do you here. want to take Joel do you want to take Joel's segment? Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll let Joel Keep that for next
0: week <laughs> <laughs> Next show <All> right. <laughs> I'm sure Well, do you have anything? I, you know um, uh, The lovely uh, uh, Prius It's actually running quite nicely with with no uh, issues whatsoever, except for uh, which I think I mentioned the last show. Um, the you know, because of the snow tires, it's now running, and because of the change of gasoline formula that they use in the winter, I'm down to about forty nine miles to the gallon instead of what I oh was doing in the uh, the summer months. Uh, I was up to fifty three miles per gallon so um, how do you get through the week uh, it's uh it's hard it's hard at 49 miles per gallon i used to get through the week at 53 <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh and uh of course uh it's fine on on plowed roads i still try to avoid driving when when it's actually snowing because um, that's when things get slick. And, and again, um, there was, uh, the first snow we got, which was, uh, the week before last, I believe, and it wasn't much. And I, I, you know, we got about three inches of snow, I think. And, uh, so I drove, it took me two and a half hours to get into work. It's normally an hour, but it took me two and a half hours to get into work just because now granted, this was the first snow of the season. And literally everybody was just crawling around. There was a tractor trailer. I was like car 15 behind a tractor trailer after we got over Temple Mountain. And I don't know what this tractor trailer was hauling, but he was, uh, if he got over, he never got over 25. He was sticking, staying around 15 to 20 miles an hour on the straightaways. He might make it get it up to 25. But all the way down one o one there's no, of course there was no place to pass him, and there's only two places you can pass on one o one uh down there and uh that that uh, lane was not plowed, so nobody was trying to pass him <laughs> in, in this weather uh so that uh that slowed things down quite a bit and then uh one o one eventually uh turns into one o one a well one o one a offshoots it. In through uh, Amherst and and into um, Merrimack and Nashua, and uh, that uh, that crawled too, and it was just everybody was first snow, nobody was used to driving in the snow, so it took forever. Now coming home, it was fine because by that time all the roads were cleared and salted and everything, so it was a normal commute home, only an hour, but yeah, two and a half hours. I missed my own meeting. Uh, which I'm sure everybody, you know, we have the 10 minute rule. If the guy who's supposed to be running the meeting doesn't show up in for af- after 10 minutes, like in college when the professor doesn't show up. Yeah. Everybody leaves. So, uh, that happened. <laughs> so other than that, that's it. The Prius is doing
1: wonderful. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Well, the only other update I've got is, uh, with all the snow we've had in the last two weeks, especially this last week, uh, when the snow starts, I don't generally clear initially. We just kind of pank it down with the vehicles to start building up a little bit of a base. <clears throat> but when you have mostly you know 68 inches and in about a week and a half span, it's time to start clearing. So the tractor has been getting its shakedown crews uh, big time, and. Uh
0: Until we get a Bowlin song, you're gonna to have to share yep, the
1: two. song. Yeah, we'll have song. to come up on. Well, that's that's a nice song to have. Yeah. Um, so I've got probably a good ten hours on the tractor this week. Nice. And all uh, yeah, good? all good. I you <sighs> know, little tw- little tweaks here and there. That I need to tighten things down. I've got one hydraulic connector that, um, one small, literally about five inches of there hose that connects uh, two pipes that. I think I'm just going to have to replace. And it's just a real tiny leak, but there's a little leak there. i got to take care of that. I hear a little bit the earlier, not so much now, but in the beginning of the week, I was hearing a little bit of bearing noise. Um, I think it's the throwout bearing after sitting for a couple of years. Unfortunately, it's still a tear of the tractor in half to get to type thing, so yeah. I ain't touching it. unless it, Eventually, something's going to break again. So I'm doing everything in low range. I'm not using high range in the PTO uh but it 's just slicing right through the two to three feet of snow, and you can you know you hear the diesel kick in and start blasting black smoke when it 's working hard but it 's working and uh had one side part of the driveway I needed to i i and i've been only i got through the whole day today without one shear pin going been oh. averaging one shear one shear pin a day for oh. most of the week, but no shear pins uh today. And there was one side lot I needed to open up for an uh, additional parking lot, or additional parking lot, additional parking space for the one Jeep that is running. The one Jeep that is running.
0: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Yeah.
1: cool i like that new version yeah but yeah there's a there's a spot i'd cleared out uh because now we're up to four vehicles although the black jeep's not running uh but the green jeep david's jeep uh i made a spot closer to the house where we could park that but with all the weather and everything there were trees down there was all kinds of stuff in that spot and i knew if i went in there with a blower i would be replacing shear pins like left and right but this is the reason why i have the blower on the back of the tractor because i have the front end loader on the front Hmm. and uh Lickety-split, man, I put that thing in four-wheel drive. I put the bucket down and just pushed. Yeah. And snow, the snow there was three feet plus. Wow. pushed the snow. It pushed the tree limbs. It pushed even, I didn't even realize until after I went after it, it took up a tree stump and just took it right with it. (laughs) Wow. And in about 15 minutes, I just completely cleared out a spot and cleared all the debris out of it Hmm. for the other vehicle. Wow. So I mean, this tractor does have a front PTO on it. Yeah, and you can move the blower around the front. Which, if you're doing a long trip, it's nice to have it up there.
0: Yeah. But man,
1: having that bucket up front. I was gonna to say uh, rearrange things.
0: Uh, Copper Harbor weather. I think it's nice to have both. Both. both yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, would it and be cool if you could d- have a swivel seat with uh,
1: you know controls yeah. on the other side or something? That I don't have. Yeah. And it's, you know, each clearing so far has been between, it's averaged an hour and a half to two hours I'm spending on that. Oh. Because we've been getting, you know, we get big dumps and I'm just not clearing three inches.
0: Yeah. The nice thing about having a snowblower, though, is you don't get the buildup because it, it, you know, it pushes it out into the woods. Matter of fact, I mean, today, and for some reason in the front of our property because they come up this hill, um, you know, the snow blowers uh, or not snow blowers, the snowplows come up and it's always kind of high, right? You know, I have two entrance, a two entrance driveway and they're always extremely high more so than other people. Um, so, mm. um, and all in front of my property. And today I noticed that and I said, well, you know, because the front of my property, there's like a two foot, uh, run of grass and then uh, there's a hill that starts going up and then there's a stone fence on top of the hill. And uh of course, you know, when the snow plow comes by if it gets too snowy, he runs out of places. I mean, you can only push snow so far off the road, especially with a hill right there and stuff. And uh so it starts to you know, there's no place for it to go. It stays in the uh the the road and it gets narrow. So I tend to uh since I got the snow blower on the JD, it, like today if it's high like that, I'll I'll run it back and forth a couple times in front of the property just because I can get that snow and throw it up over the 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 stone fence up on top of the hill. Ah. And that just gets the snow out of the out of the road completely so that the next time he comes around, hey, there's a place for the snow to go. <laughs> you know? Right. So I I try to do that. Um, That might be a, you know, if you happen to be, uh, you want to help out the town and you have a situation like that, you might want to think about, you know, doing a little extra snow blowing just to help the town out. So, but, uh, you know, you have upset one person uh, because you were supposed to, now maybe there wasn't anybody available to do this, but you were supposed to videotape the first running
1: I had nobody to do it. Botans. Yeah. I remember that. I, I remember the request. Sorry, Some, Joel, but he's going to be very
0: upset.
1: <laughs> well, there was nobody out there to stand in. And that was, was Joel. It was, it wasn't you. Was it? It was Joel. It was Joel. Uh, yeah. He's, he's, Sorry, Joel.
0: I think he's going to be, uh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, anything else? No, other than, you know, I just, kind of crossing my fingers and taking it easy but it, it's it's so nice to have it back yeah. after several years of it being out of service and and it's mechanical all things are going to break yeah. um i'm just if i get through the winter i will do a tear down this summer and uh and do a renewed uh look for spare parts yeah. because um i know what the weak links are right now mm-hmm. so yeah it's the the bearing noise Bothers me because I really had a hard time getting there. There's a roller pin that connects the input shaft to the hydrostatic pump, and I'm thinking, man, did I hammer on that pin too hard and maybe damage the bearing? But you know, I had to get the pin in; otherwise, it yeah. wouldn't work at all.
2: Right.
1: And uh, it, with the rest of it working well, I guess it's. It, I wouldn't be. It wouldn't be out of line for me if I could find a junked version of this tractor. If the hydrostatic pump in there is good, oh. I would buy it for parts just replace it so just gonna keep looking yeah very good but as i started looking for parts i also found out that it's still highly in demand so if this does break and i feel like it's time to move on i'll part this thing out yeah i know where the market is now yeah
0: (laughs) somebody somebody will take care of it so all right well let's get into our final segment entertainment last month (laughs) Welcome to Entertainment Last Month, where we talk about shows that are, well, they're not new to you, but they're new to us because we don't ever watch anything on time. (laughs) So, uh, Michael, you're the first one up.
1: Well, it has been the normal recently. I have a Netflix pick for you, at least in the U.S., and I know a lot of these uh, are not necessarily available north of the border. But uh, a documentary done by Leonard Nimoy's son. Oh, is called that out? for out? The... Yeah. Okay. Well, it's been out, apparently. I just didn't know it. But it's out on Netflix now. Oh, okay. And it's called For the Love of Spock. And uh, state police is telling the uh, EMS crew to stop in for coffee. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that or not. I nice the background. <laughs> yes. Um, anyhow, uh, and I'm blanking on his son's name. But, uh, I don't know. Anyhow, his son had approached uh, his dad saying, you know, nobody's done a documentary on Spock, the character. Mm-hmm. You know, they've, they've done stories in Leonard Nimoy and everything else. Yeah. So that's really where he came from on the documentary. And I guess Leonard just went for it right away. Nice. So um, I'm about three quarters of the way through it. It's, uh, it's a two-hour documentary and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So if you're a Trekkie, especially on the original series, uh, this is a must watch.
0: Amory and I will both be watching this one because we're both avid Star Trek fans.
1: Cool. So, So I highly recommend
0: it. I'm glad you uh, alerted us to that fact. uh, Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds really neat. And speaking of Star Trek, now I don't have a TV show but, um, actually our friend Scott, fellow ham and podcaster, although he's a, a, a private caster now, he's, he's taken his podcast out of general, uh, uh, off, uh, the general public. And if you, if you would like to, um, subscribe to his podcast, you have to contact him and, uh, he will, uh, Set it up so that you can. Uh, well, he'll tell you where the where the RSS feed is, which is a private RSS feed, so you can download his podcast because he still does one uh, called the uh, uh, Uncommon Sense. uh, uh and uh, he still he still does it, but he turned me on. I guess his brother turned him on to this podcast, which has been around since uh, twenty eleven, and it's called. The Improvised Star Trek Podcast. And, uh, it's, uh, these improvised guys that get together and, um, they take a suggestion from their Facebook page, or I guess you could email them. Anyway, they get suggestions for a topic and then they improvise an entire Star Trek, uh, episode, uh, you know, they, they basically, I, I, from what I can tell, they have a basic outline of what they want to do. But then that's it. Everything's improvised from there. And I'm listening to it from the very beginning, uh, from uh, 2011. And uh I'm still in 2011. But, uh, you yeah, know, the first couple episodes, and not all the episodes are there. They're sorry, but they didn't have them all. Excuse me. But the first couple ones were funny. Uh, but you could tell they were new at this. I'm up about halfway through the year now. It has got, gotten nothing but better and better and better. And I just, I am having a fun time listening to this thing. It's it's funny because it's it's the Star Trek world, but with real world things kind of stuck in there. And when I say real world things, it's... The way the average person today, like real, how you talk to people, you know, concerns and issues, and they put them into the Star Trek, um, uh, a, a world or universe uh, that's supposed to be in the future, and it's like, uh, what is this? The uh, name of the ship is the USS Cepheus or something like. <laughs> they have all different characters, but they're on a they're on a um, a starship. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm getting a, I'm getting a kick out of it. So I, I recommend it. Uh, look, just look for improvised Star Trek. So, uh, that's, that's all I have for this week. Anything else in the entertainment? Oh, don't forget Christmas. Uh, Of course, you'll get this after Christmas, but the Doctor Who Christmas special will be on. Michael, I got you covered.
2: ooh, 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 ooh. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I haven't seen any of class yet. So, of what? I haven't seen any of class yet either. Class, class, class. Class. That was the uh, interim show. It was the Doctor Who spinoff that they were doing this fall. I didn't uh, hear anything about it. Oh my gosh! Yeah.
0: No, really is that the
1: is yeah. that the animated one? No, I I, well, I don't think so. I oh. was, I haven't seen any of it, so I can't tell you for sure. But. Class. Yeah, did, uh, okay. BBC did a, a show called Class.
0: There's there's an animated one in. that they're constantly talking about uh, we, that looks interesting,
1: uh,
0: but I haven't had a chance to us. look
1: at it. See. Yes. Okay, let me put this up. Um, hmm. No, this
0: does not look animated. Class. Okay, I'm going to have to look for that. I knew nothing about that.
1: That was the interim series while they were, you know, taking the hiatus for a year. I did not know that.
0: Okay. Thank you. I will go hunt that down. Class. It's, going to,
1: it's going to be on BBC America in 2017, so it wasn't even aired in the U.S. yet. Oh, really? I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up now on uh, BBC.
0: No, That's why I haven't heard about it.
1: <laughs> I, Because I... I listened to Radio Free Scarrow and Ah, that's where I was hearing the updates on that. I'm going to put that in the show notes. Okay.
0: Uh, Class, C-L-A-S-S. Yes. Okay. It's a Doctor Who spinoff. I will, um, if it's Played in the BBC, I will get it. Okay. One way or another, I will get it. I, I, need, I need to
1: track will, down Dirk down. gently too. Oh I'll Dirk! Do. Oh, you need Dirk gently? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll talk got, about that after the show.
0: <laughs> I got you. I got you covered there too. Is, <laughs> okay, that's cool. The season. I think the season's done. But uh, for that, that that's that's an awesome show too. <laughs> that one's really good, and. Um, on on uh on New Year's Day, I believe, uh there's a um, um Sherlock special. And then okay. Sherlock, I believe, is supposed to start back up in March. Of course they you know, they make three episodes a year. Three three ninety minute episodes a year. Uh so but uh looking forward to that. So Okay. That'll do yeah. it. I guess. Oh, did you find anything? Oh, I was going to say there is something on BBC America that they keep touting and it's like a uh it's a cartoon type thing, CGI thing and it's Doctor Who and um
1: Oh, I did see something.
0: I don't know what it's called. It's
1: Dalek or something. Let me
0: Yeah, it's about Daleks. They're they're all over it. And it looks interesting. Um, I just haven't had a chance to go take a look at it yet, but I think it's sanctioned by the Doctor Who group, so uh,
1: kind of interesting. America, Doctor Who, the Power of the Daleks. Yeah, that that's I, that may be it. Yeah, I'm so far behind. I mean, mm. when it comes down to normal TV, normal cable. I, yeah. my schedule does, does not, yeah. doesn't, it does not uh, jive well with that at all. Well, so.
0: I, I hate to tell you lately, mine doesn't too, even though I actually sit down and try to, the key word there is try. Um, I don't often, uh, make it in. And there was another, um, uh, show that, uh, I don't know who told me, about, I think I heard about it on a podcast. And I've got a season, actually two seasons worth, which is all there is. Um, it's an adult swim show called, uh, Rick and Morty, which, um, I watched the first pilot episode of it. It's kind of interesting. I'm giving it a try. I'll let you know, what <laughs> I think after I've seen a few, um, it's about a, uh, uh, absent-minded, uh, I guess, uh, scientist grandfather and his uh um, um basically his grandson morty um and uh the this uh rick is the grandfather's name and he's come and lived with morty's family he's the uh father of his mother morty's mother and uh typical middle class style uh house but uh, Rick takes Morty on all these adventures with, <laughs> I won't say it's, uh, it's kind of South Parkish, And and I only say that because there are some things that are, you know, childish uh, humor in there, but it is entertaining so far. I think I've watched two episodes so far. And they're 20-minute tw- episodes because it's, you know, it's Adult Swim. So I'll let you know what I think after I've watched a few more. But it caught my attention. It, it made me chuckle. And, yeah, it's childish. But I like childish things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll see. I'll let you know. Um Okay. I think that's going to be it. I should add that, too. Uh, Rick and Morty. All right, we do have a musical guest this week, um, and because it is our Christmas spectacular here, not quite the same as last year, but it's it's still good, uh, we have the Airmen of Note, uh, the United States cool. Air Force, Airmen of Note, and their version of We Three Kings. So, with that... Uh, I always like to say to our service members out there, uh, both CONUS and OCONUS, thank you for what you do, thanks for keeping us safe, and be careful out there, especially you OCONUS guys, and, and we hope you get home to your family and friends real soon, till then we'll keep the home fires burning for you. So with that, from the Monadnock region, in southwest New Hampshire, I'm Barry J.,
1: and still in the old Studio V, while work continues upstairs in the new studios, this is Michael the Virtual Youper. Happy Christmas! Uh, Merry Christmas to everyone out there,
0: and Happy New Year! Hopefully we'll get one out. Well, you know what? The next time the show comes out, it's New Year's Eve. We'll have to talk. I know yeah. We don't do anything on New Year's Eve. <laughs> maybe we'll maybe we'll do a New year's Eve one, who knows of course Michael, you'll probably be on duty, right
1: <laughs> so, yeah, well, I can stick around until I get called out,
0: yeah, okay, so that's it for uh show two two six, and uh we'll see you next time uh merry Christmas everyone, happy new year, and here are the airmen of note.
2: Samson, speak. (laughs) Good boy.